This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And this week, we've got two humans with us. Two. We have two, two, not just one, we've got Switch two. two. <laughs> we've got Stuart Fleming and Matt Taylor from TF Property Group. Uh, so it's really nice to have you with us, guys. I'm going to hand straight over to you to introduce yourself, uh, tell everyone who you are, what you're about, and what you do. Silence. Love it. Brilliant, boys. It was so good having oh. you on. Um... Hi, yeah. Goodbye. Go on, Stu, are you going first? Okay. Go first? They're just yeah, far too polite, first. aren't they? They are far yeah. too polite. You, usually, Stuart, usually yeah. you can't stop him talking. So I, expect, I immediately expect him <laughs> yeah, just to introduce I've himself without a minute. I've been, naturally, I've been followed purposely up. trying to um, step back. because so I've got uh, so a little bit about me. I'm Stuart Fleming. I, Other than property, I own a design and marketing agency. And probably why I was backing off there is I've got a business partner that sometimes I maybe steamroll in and um, another business partner where I steamroll in and maybe take over conversations where I should be taking a step back sometimes and doing more listening. Um, I'm active, so yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm consciously trying to get over the traits that I have or the, the positives I have and some of the negatives that I have in the way I communicate. Um, that was all learned from disc profiling we did recently. All right. I, I, I'm, I, I, a, I'm a high D and he's a sort of an S and a C so I tend to dominate conversations get excited um yeah 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 you and I should never get in a room together mate no. I don't think we just talk over each other the whole time exactly somebody else go for a change and people probably assume I'll go first yeah, an, so, an audio tumbleweed went right across yeah, the podcast at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I applaud the listening. It's something that I've definitely had to work on in um, just holding tongue and just uh, just just hold back. Um, and it's something, and especially with Niall, because uh, yeah, I've I've liked to think I've taken a step back, and he, he's allowed him to blossom a little bit. Yes, so I, I know exactly where you are, Matt, and I've been there, um, as in Matt Taylor, not Matt Baker. <laughs> Sorry, we shouldn't have two Matts on here. <laughs> I know. So is, is that your intro done, Stu? That was yeah. brief. Okay, yeah, so I'm Matt. Um, the, the other half, I'm the, the, the T in, uh, in TF Property Group. Um, so it, I've had an interesting 2020, as we all have, um, made redundant um, from my full-time role in... Congratulations. Um, Thank you. And it's worked out really well. So, yeah, the congratulations are um, so it's freed up more time for for TF, which is great. Um, The Friday was uh, school scenario took that away a bit, um, but we can look forward to a bit more time again on on Friday. So, yeah, um, more time for property every week. Uh, I'm now a retail consultant doing sort of contracting work as well. But absolutely. want to make property the the full-time profession and um you know we're we're getting close to that now which is exciting um taking slightly longer than we we hoped but um always but yeah yeah, but but you know we're moving in the right direction which is uh which is a positive amazing 
And why are you um, TF and not FT properties? Was that was that a conscious decision? We didn't think very long and hard about it, did we? We just said, right, TF, that that would do. The thing is, the connotations with FT, FT is FT, isn't it? FT is Financial Times, and everyone knows them yeah. as. Um, that's that they've sort of got that one nailed, haven't they? I think you could have, rather than shorten it, you could have called it Taylor Fleming, which you've got for a sort of the development side of things. But I, I've had to name so many businesses of my own. It's easier naming others, and you know, it's just the, the biggest pain in the backside ever is to try and come up with something <laughs> clever. So we, I've called my agency Refine. It used to be called Innovate. At one point, we were going to call it Ned after my financial director, just because I thought that's quite an interesting name. Let's call it Ned. <laughs> <laughs> that we did it at the end, but naming companies is the most difficult thing ever. And uh, doing it for other people is far easier than doing it to yourself. So, so that's not where your creative around. strengths lie, then. Yeah, well, as, a, as a marketing consultant, to... I'm a bit concerned. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because he's it's, for yourself, it's for yourself. Yeah, writing yeah. stuff like content for yourself, designing websites or brochures for yourself. You're your biggest own, your own biggest critic. So. Um, mm-hmm. It's so difficult to say, right? That, oh, you've, I, I know that obviously you've written a book. I'm, how did you get to the point where I've got to step away from this now and stop editing it? Um, it's difficult. To how, just... how do you know I've written a book? <laughs> oh, right there, by the, over your shoulder. It's got a fucking arrow on it. I mean, look. <laughs> to be fair, though, I think every most of the companies that myself and Matt and probably Joe as well that had set up up until quite recently have some iteration of first name second name yeah uh, an in-laws name uh yeah. granny's name or something <laughs> yeah. i've just gone through that process actually like they, being... all, do. <laughs> they, do. they, they really do. all do they really all do i'm just going through the list of company names in my head was like yep 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 but you know when you come across one and you're like oh my god i've just had a stroke of genius and you're like someone is bound to have no, like thought of that like someone's bound to and you search for it in company's house and no fucker has and you're like Oh my God, it's destiny. But it seems like the most obvious name. And it's like, oh my God, it's too basic. That's why somebody else hasn't chosen it. It's too basic because no one actually wants it. And then you go through the reverse psychology of it. It's like, no, just. Well, then you, or you can't find a domain. That's or you can't find a yeah, domain. You can't find, or you've got to add in words within the domain, or you've got to have an extension that isn't one of the normal ones. So yeah. Yeah, dot co instead of dot com. Yeah, or like, yeah. 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 So, the becomes put little, little cousin. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> I've just done that. Like literally, so me and my business partner have just set up Success Goddess. Can I just say, how awesome is that name? Just putting it out there. And <laughs> thank you. And uh, we've just had to buy co and .co.uk because com's gone. But it's by, it's it's been like <laughs> some random website that like no one's even using. And I can't even. Yeah, they'll, yeah. You, they'll, ask it, they'll ask for money for when you want to buy that often. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so we've, we're sticking with co at the moment quite happily. Yeah. Amazing. Hmm. So yeah, it's a TF. And how do you guys know each other? We've been yeah, we've known each other uh, since we were about oh, getting on 15, like twenty four years now. Yeah, twenty five yeah, years, 15, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> up to no good really. Back in back in those days, to be quite honest with yeah. you. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, just been friends ever since. Um, and yeah, we, we got involved with property. I mean, I had a, a flat. Um, locally for some time it was accidental you know became an accidental landlord basically where's locally where's locally uh, hampshire so oh, okay. yeah, this, this, yeah this was in um this was in eastley actually this one i know you guys do some stuff fairly fairly close by um so yeah i became an accidental landlord and it, it was always something that i wanted to 
you know that for me that kind of ticked over quite easily not no hassle um wasn't you know if you looked at the numbers it wasn't an investment you would make tomorrow but uh, in terms of hassle factor it wasn't really any so i thought right if we could actually make this an attractive investment and you know and sort of um you know and that would be less hassle as well then this is something we could scale up so you know we talked about it loosely didn't we over the years and never really got started yeah, i think we were, then... we were i always planned to have some that because working for myself i thought that was always going to be my main route for pension and i think we were running and matt was like oh do you fancy looking at this more seriously it's like yeah of course we'll we'll both save up 50 grand a year and we'll buy a house every year and then in 20 years time we'll have a few and then and then and then we can retire on those few and then we nailed went to, it yeah, yeah. Nailed it. yeah. exactly <laughs> so we, we thought, <laughs> that's what we plan was matt how did that plan to, go then <laughs> so matt went to the, to the two like a two-hour thingy seminar and he goes oh, i'll book you on this thing or exactly his wife did i booked you on this two-day thing or three-day thing i was like yeah i'll come along and then obviously our mind our plan was when we went there was to go there rinse them for all the information and then leave and go and do it ourselves and then all been there. we yeah, it'll be there. <laughs> Next year, yeah. we walked out. We walked out with a signing twenty-four thousand pounds away. Yes. Matt, Matt's wife doesn't even know how much he spent on it to this day. He does now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, I know a good divorce divorce lawyer, Matt. If you need one, <laughs> and it may cost you just as much. It, was, it, it, it wasn't that much. That's the advertised price. Do it, do it today, and you know, save seventy-five yeah. percent. That's all. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, no, it no. will. So yeah, so yeah, that's how we got into it. Yeah, and, um, yeah. and you know, we made plans from from that point forward, didn't we? That was a, a good motivator for us to to get together and uh, and, and crack on with it. And um, you know, and uh, it gave us the platform, really, didn't it? It gave us some creative, um, much more creative ways of thinking about it, rather than the invest fifty yeah. grand today and then you know fifty grand the following year and and, and that sort of. And thing. I think so, I think you know, obviously, there's, there's lots of people out there doing similar things like you know Danny Inman's trying to do the monthly subscription model which I think you know a lot of property there are a lot of sharks out there in the industry and you don't know who to trust but I think um from from our own experience I think going to like the human side of property it's the network and the people we've met from the the training and education we've had has been invaluable and we've made less mistakes and it's helped us speed up because of that training that we've had in order, you know, because we've had the same training as you, it uh, feels like we're almost in the same family. I can reach out and go, all right, you did the same thing. You know, the same people as me, you got mentored by that person. Yeah. So it's like, we're, we can connect with you rather than being a complete stranger. I think that's the benefit. The main benefit I'd say of signing up to that isn't probably what you learn. It, even though that's very important. It's the people you can reach out to and get support from maybe someone who invests in that area. Yes, definitely the um, connections. That makes a huge difference. Did I just yeah. miss a bit? Have we asked the question about what's the human side of property? No, no but Stuart, Stuart just, just went straight no, in. He just went so, straight yeah. in there. I love that. Yeah. That's, the, that's the first time I've had someone answer the question straight out. So well done, you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? Like the human side of property is just, oh, God. I mean, we always say it. It's like the reoccurring thing. But it really isn't about the bricks and mortar, is it? The whole thing is such a human experience. And, like, Matt, you must have a take on it as well. Yeah, for me, you know, it's, it's just about um, creating, you know, safe, warm environments, really. That's the human side of it for me. Places people want to live. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and happy to pay for fair quality housing where they, you know, they don't have to you know, worry about getting electrocuted on dodgy wiring or, you know, so for me, that that's the human side. Um, and, the, you know, the team we have around us as well, it's, uh, you know, so, so often the solutions are, are in that close team that you have. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, for me, that's the human side. Yeah, it's not just about it's not just about making money or profit each month. We we want to be landlords. That if someone comes to us with a problem, it's sorted out immediately. Whether that's a leak in the shower or cracking a window, we we all got that was the, yesterday's example. That was yesterday oh, really? this morning's cracking a window. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's, it, we want it sorted out. I mean, I'm not somebody that wants to go around then. You know, I remember my first place I rented, and I think there was a leak in the bath, and the guy came round tried to fix it he was the, the landlord and then I was like okay. and then somebody else came around it was like three people came around before it was fixed it's like we're not interested in that I want to you know that's why we put money aside each month to go and get these things fixed because our tenants are important to us um, and the welfare of them in terms of living in nice safe dry conditions and if problems happen which they will um, inevitably in property that there's a team there to go and sort it out as soon as possible rather than you know we're all doing this to, to have the most hands-off and most passive um, sort of living we possibly can. Um, you know, my goals are to go away with my family for extended periods of time. I've never had, since I've been a business owner myself for nearly 10 years, I've never had a holiday for longer than a week. I love what I do, so I don't really look at it as a job, but I would love to, the, the dream is to go away for two months or six weeks of the kids' holiday to, to a destination and whilst my business is continuing to function I think that's what every business owner business own you're not really a business owner unless you can do that I don't think um you've just created a job for yourself and you know I've got employees um but that's that's the dream is to go away for an extended period of time and the whole thing hasn't burnt to the ground when I come back it's, it's, <laughs> it's continued it's continued to grow because you've got people like Matt, who's running the ship and continue to go out and manage projects or put office in or whatever it is, or that's, that's, that's the goal that we're trying to get to. So if Matt's managing the ship and uh, putting offers out and et cetera, what, what are you doing? Are you? <laughs> He's going <laughs> on holiday. He's on holiday, yeah. We'll have to take it year by year. Or the plan is we we'll both go away and have somebody in there that can, you know, everything in property related problem wise can be managed remotely. Um, you know, we've got both got busy lives um we've we've utilized sourcing to get to where we are because we don't have and also we've got matt's got three kids i've got two in order to get to where we wanted too fast i haven't got every weekend to sacrifice because that'd be three years of my life where i miss my kids growing up in just for the sake of getting to the number i want or the net figure i want each month it's we've utilized the power of our network to get to where we want to get to as fast as possible um we probably paid a bit too much for that sometimes you know in, in yeah. hindsight so we look back and said right okay well you know how can we think about this slightly differently now um mm. you know rely let become less reliant upon those sourcing agents and you know sort of uh, change up a bit about our approach and um you know and increase the return on investment so we, we have shaken it up um covid was yeah. great for, for looking in inside our business and optimizing our current portfolio and taking a step back and saying you know how can we how can we accelerate this but accelerate it by sort of doing less um you know yeah. in in the run-up to covid we 
had lots going on um and we couldn't fund it all actually because i'm sure you know you, you came up against similar problems that lenders started moving the goalposts and you know several times actually through transactions and yeah. um investors you know, pulled out yeah we had yeah investors pulled out yeah that we kind of um hadn't you know got you know sort of sealed the deal at that point and yeah we lost a couple of deals um but yeah it gave us time to to focus and um you know and really optimize um the way we do things so yeah. what have you changed like what have you yeah, what have you changed? What, so if you're not using sourcing agents, or are you just using them in a different way? Like, what have you, you just been um, tighter? We, we're being more active, um, being more active on, on viewings, basically, is right. one, of the, one of the big things. Stuart and I, you know, we, we're talking to each other a lot more and being accountable to each other a lot right. more around the, you know, the sort of big, big tasks that are going to move us in the right direction. Um, sort of come, you know, being less admin focused and more, you know, business growth mindset focused. Uh, we've brought on a business coach into the, the team as well. So we meet him monthly, which is, um, you know, he gives us a really different perspective. Um, it's great to bounce with potential deals off of him and um, um, come up with different creative strategies about, you know, if we come up against a no, have a think about how we may be able to turn that into a, to a yes. Um, so, yeah, there's a few, few things we've changed. Um, We've got more time to do it as well now. The, the change in my scenario and Stuart has also freed up, you know, a, a day to, to focus on um, on the business. So before it was, you know, evenings, weekends, and um, and whenever else. Um, so now we've got dedicated time each week to to work on TF. And do you guys have uh, you know, very clear divided roles, responsibilities, um, and kind of working towards your strengths? Sorry, I've just got images of Stuart on a sun lounger. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Matt, just being like, did you do what I told you to do? Have you done it? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we have. I, I, think, I think we have. Yeah, we've... we've um, yeah, we have. I'm, yeah. I'm seeing two lists, one which is this long and one which is this long. Yeah, so Matt, that's obviously an analyst at heart. That's what he does for his, his day job. So numbers and Excel spreadsheets, there's probably no one better than him and details that's what he does Whereas are you, I, are you I, busy many weeks Matt because I can do them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my hourly if you asked me last year my hourly rate was much less than it is now yeah, yeah exactly yeah business <laughs> coach doing you well that's yeah. it yeah a contract work yeah, um, yeah it's redundancy it, that is yeah you, all of a sudden yeah. sort of, you know uh, your time is of more value to you um, but yeah, so obviously for me, I've got a passion for design. So I, I like the transformational side of, of property and um, taking something that's a complete wreck and turning it into something that you'd be proud to live in. Um, and, and doing something different each time excites me to, when we've got projects, we've just, we've just landed something locally that we're going to turn into a six bed HMO. And then we've got another one in our investment area in Newport that we're either going to turn into four flats or we might do an eight to nine bed HMO. We're not quite sure yet what we want to do, but I'm immediately then going into the black hole of Pinterest and thinking of what, what I can do. My evenings are just, are you going to watch TV? No, I'm just going to flip through this, save them into folders and then, you know, put it into some sort of plan to, to make it a reality really. And that, you know, I love what you guys are doing and I've looked back at some of your old stuff and, see how much you've come on in terms of what you're doing in your first sort of HMOs to now what you're doing in your co-living spaces 
and you know, I love looking at some of the guys on Instagram that are sort of leading the way and the charge for design and what the value is in design in, in the way you create spaces for people and people will pay a premium and stay there longer because of that. Treated mm. with respect as well. Yeah. 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 So in answer to your question, Matt, yeah, there is because I tend to do all the boring stuff as you probably picked <laughs> up, like the ad, you know, the admin student does it. Yeah. It raised a lot of the early investor finance, the private finance yeah. initially. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back out there again, because obviously we have been a bit locked away. I'm, I'm, I haven't been in the office. Well, we've, we've downsized our office actually just because the guys are quite happy to work from home and I don't think we need 25 seats in an office. So we've, we've got a littler place now to work from where some of there's hot desks. But I'm looking forward to, to meeting, getting back out networking in real life oh, again. Totally. Difficult on Zoom and all right, do you want to have So we've sort of taken our foot off the gas with the, with the me trying to raise money because it's, I find it, more difficult and that, that engagement just over zoom so all right you got 100 grand no um matt's done really matt's picked up the ball where i left off and, and raised a huge amount of money from family and then other family and then more family so i'm looking forward to getting back out there and actually meeting people face to face for coffees and talk about what we do and then try and raise money i think it's far i just so, so what, I'm he- disjointed. Yeah, what, what i'm hearing here is it's your, your job's on the line yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The holidays aren't going to be happening, mate. If you're not careful. <laughs> Love it. Amazing. And uh, Stuart, uh, Stuart's that, like the Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen of us, as you probably know yeah. as well. So he's into all the design stuff and yeah. purple walls. Definitely. Yeah. The build teams and the refurbs is definitely. That's, there, you know, yeah. that's where so, my passion lies in the property so, sort of yeah. process as well. It's definitely that kind of middle bit in the sandwich, you know, like the yeah, the conveyancing the and the legal bit is like, shoot me now. I Honestly, or, or you know, oh, how many properties do you? I don't think Stuart would know a postcode of any of the properties. We I definitely with. don't. Um, well, we did, he doesn't does know what he's signing, you know. I'm just, I, you, he could sign over all his assets to me, one day, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah. I'll try that. Thing is, when we did this this profiling thing, that's one of the traits. Is that um, it's, the the gold? I'm very goals driven, so I like you know, um, but details are things which I'm not really interested in. So like signing paperwork, contracts, even though they're important, especially in property, it's good to have someone like Matt that looks over those things and corrects solicitors at times with with what he's found or things aren't right or numbers aren't right. Whereas like you said, I probably would just go, well, I trust the solicitor, it's bound to be right, so where do I sign? Rather than flicking through a 50-page document, um, it's good to have somebody there to double-check it. Mm. Yeah, sure and it it's, it's really interesting that, like, obviously before COVID, like, you were probably more on the going out there and networking side of things as well. And I think it's, when you, the more and more on the podcast, we seem to speak to you know partnerships whether it's people who are bed and business partners or just business partners there's the one that's just kind of got that business logic that kind of rein it in knows the postcodes does the admin does the book like the the start and finish of the process it's often the more creative one who's into the more managing the refurb process the softer skills like communication with the team and all that mm. who does the networking and also raises the finance not always but it just seems to be the natural divide of things in property that's, that is that's process communications and profiles i had yeah in my before you know the, the business i'm in now not with matt there's two of us now and um matt knows him he's a friend the other guy who wasn't in the business he's also a friend there's a theme here um 
yeah, so, but he's gone, and he's a he's also a high D in terms of so problem when you get two D's and then a, a an S and a C is we clash like as soon as we didn't agree we we'd not argue to almost punching each other. There was often times I wanted to punch him. He's not in the business anymore, and it's far easier now for me to just to go. Well, we were both fighting for the space to communicate and go. I want to talk. I want to now. I'm sort of I'm quite happy to let Brad do the. Because yeah, it's it just it's a much more chilled environment. I think you do need those. You can't have two of the same in, in the business. I think you, if you're both really goal driven and no one's looking after the administration or the detail, you, you're both going to take a massive risk. And you're probably eventually going to come unstuck with that risk and um, yeah. end up in a bit of shit. Yeah. Amazing. Brilliant. So you guys have come prepared with a question, I believe, or two. Or two. Yeah, so, so my question is, so you, I've told you a little about what my dream is to sit Peter Coladas with my family for six weeks. <laughs> what is it? What is it other than property that you dream to do in I don't know that four, five, 10, 15 years that property will give you that passive income to do that you can go away and what's your passion other than property that you might see yourself doing might be going to live in France and look after cats? I don't know. Well, I've got one here. Oh, that's Joe. Yeah, yeah. That's Joe. Yeah. Yeah, Can I just say, as a I know Spain and for cats. My, Spain and cats. Yeah, totally. I will be the crazy old cat lady in Spain. My yeah. cat, just such an asshole. She just jumped up on this desk and just full hard blows sneezed on me. Like, <laughs> sneezed on my shoulder. And I was like, starting she's staring at you, you in the, at the face as well. <laughs> she was. It was all like, take that. Bitch. <laughs> it's like a yeah you know what you did yeah so anyway carry on so yeah the dream i'm i'm gonna hand over to niall uh, what do you what do you want? mine is mine is quite straightforward and anyone that's been listening to the podcast or has listened to several episodes will probably know by now it's it's similar to you Stuart. it's it's traveling um so and and being able to traveling spend more or traveling sorry Troubling or traveling, <laughs> causing <laughs> trouble whilst traveling. <laughs> Give him a drink, it's trouble. Yeah, no, that's Liam does that, not me. Um, oh, yeah, he's after ego, that's right. I, yeah, so traveling is high on my I'm just looking at my, my vision board here beside me, and it's it's traveling is very high up on that. And it's one thing that myself and my partner Alex really love to do together. I think, similar to lots of business relationships, lots of personal relationships, where people are not exactly. Um, they're not always, they don't always like the same things. They're not like two peas in a pod. Um, but Alex and I have different interests in a lot of things. But when it comes to traveling and spending time together, uh, exploring new places, that's where we're both really much at home. Um, so spending time with him traveling is, yeah, that's high up there. Nice. Yeah, okay. So um, I, I think in terms of the, the travel is high up there on my list um as well but i until my kind of kids grow up a little bit i'm not entirely sure what that looks like um and and going traveling the way that i know is very different to the type of traveling that i'll be doing with children so um but then again one of my my goddaughter and their whole family is two um some of my friends from uni and, and their three kids um they took their entire family for about five weeks to thailand like li literally backpacking uh, around thailand which I, th I thought was very cool um and they were i think six four and two um wow. so, yeah um, i'm yeah. sick of two, two holidays with families where you turn up and yeah. it's 
all inclusive and yeah, plug in a certain type of person there and it's like I said to Jess I've gone there probably the last four years I said I'm not doing it again I can't I can't suffer another one of those holidays where yeah Trust, I don't think I've ever done one of those I don't, have, I don't have kids, so I don't have to. Yeah, yeah, no, true. I don't either, but I still ended Back up on tea. one. God. It's the, kid, the kids' club, but it's just yeah, it's parents wanting to ditch their kids any yeah. which way possible. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just want to relax, please. Someone else yeah. take care of them. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. That, that so on the travel side, uh, I'd love to be able to do something which is different and out of the norm. Um, with kids to kind of give them an amazing experience um, my big passion is music anyone who's listened to the podcast will know that and will know that uh, yeah I have a passion for for you know, all sorts of music but mainly kind of jazz latin funk soul all that kind of stuff and you know, we're currently writing an album which is out very shortly um, which is um, kind of latin american jazz world music and um, yeah I think I would love to explore the world with music um, and bring the, you know, the kids along uh, as well. Um, but also in kind of four or five years time on, on my vision board is um, you know, our kind of grand design house with which is part of um, a barn complex and where we're going to have um, a recording studio which is on site like um, which will be which will have its own team like its own in-house uh, team that run it and basically it can be my toy and, and so we can play with it um, but also be a commercial studio so we can have uh, you know like world-class musicians um coming in and just being around um so i think having world-class music around it, kids i think is, is so so important um because yeah. well for me anyway <laughs> and i'm just yeah. amazing musicians are kicking around mm. oh. joe joe mm. yeah <laughs> Yeah, cats in Spain, I've peaked. <laughs> gatos, gatos in España. Um, yeah, I think, so the travelling thing is definitely high up there for me as well. But I think because my family, most of my family, in fact, nearly all of my family live in New Zealand. So I think having, I could like to chase the sun a little bit. So I think I would like to have the freedom to just spend like six months over there, that side of the world and have a nice place, you know, that I can just be at with my with my peeps and my family. And yeah, I, that, that's really important to me. Um, I would like a place in Spain, actually, um, several places. You know, I used to live in Granada in southern Spain. So having like my I feel like I want a little think space in Granada because when I walk into Granada I always feel like I'm coming home like it's just I know everything I just feel comfortable I live there so yeah I'd like a little think space where I just go away if I'm writing a book or something that's where I'd go um and then I'd like somewhere on the coast just you know that's nice um and then I think just from the personal perspective and like fulfillment for me it's about speaking on big world stages to people to help them with like what I think I'm supposed to be here to help them with, which is just perform to the best of their ability in everything that they do. So like, I always go on about people having their own rainbow. Like you're not just one thing, you're a full spectrum of colors. So speaking on main stages internationally, and not only do I get to travel, but I also get to spread a really positive message to instill confidence in people to just like live on purpose and sort of shine the full spectrum of their individual rainbow. And it's something that's really strong in me. I really want to do it. Um, so yeah, I think spending time doing that is just the dream, you know, and it's not about the money. That's about the mission, the property sorting everything else out in the background. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, yeah, that's the dream. And obviously have a shit ton of cats. Like that's, 
that's just a given. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's kind of what I'd like to do. Yeah. Oh, we got deep, guys. We got far yeah. deep there. That was that, that that was good. Um, but I think Matt's got his own question. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested in the the big aha moment you, you may have had on your uh, involvement with property. Um, you know what? It may have made your life a lot easier. Um, just something that just clicked into place. It might be obvious. It might be less obvious. But those I'm aha still moments. waiting. I'm still waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> oh there's so many isn't there like you can I think the two that strikes me is like just the money side of things it, you know like instead of like putting away your 50 grand a year like you guys were saying it's like oh no you can raise it like that was the big thing um and I think also that you just can't be good at everything you know and yeah I think when you realize when you've got a good team around you that that's when it's working and you can see that that person brings that skill set and that person brings that skill set, it takes the overwhelm away. And that aha moment, I think was on one of my, my, my first ever big project where I was just like, it's not all on me. Like the bottom line. Yeah. But like this, the weight of this project is shared amongst so many, not just me. I don't have to be brilliant at, you know, the conveyancing. I don't have to be good at the negotiation. I don't have to be good at everything I've got. I've got amazing people. So leverage, really, money and people, right? That was the big aha because I've carried that out in every aspect of my life, personal and business. So, yeah. No, no, one, no one else saying anything? I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. Tumbleweed again. Um, there's been, I, think, I don't know if there's been one, just one specific aha moment either. There's been so many little things that have, uh, fallen into place like that like like joe said realizing that i don't have to um carry the whole thing on my shoulders um but i think i think it was probably the, not go cool. i can't think <laughs> to him he's the worst he's the one who just thought that's uh, where i went first i'm like oh god so, so uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I would say similar to Niall, I think there are lots of little aha moments which um, which add up. It's, it's like the compound effect. You have lots of small actions compound to big, big effect. And I think for you want a big aha moment. I think that as, as um, I'm just going to be repeating the other guys, but as Joe said, is there the aha moment when you realize actually property can be the vehicle to, to make you the money, not just the vehicle to store the money. And mm. I, I always thought I'd make my money in music and as a musician or make it big and, and that, you know, that would make my millions and I'll just invest in property. I always knew property was a great thing to be in. But then the aha moment was actually you could do the other way around, invest, do the other way around and um, get the property sorted and that gives you the freedom and flexibility to do the music that you want to do mm. um, without the constraints without any barriers um, and, and it gives you control and, and actually that there was a big aha moment when I realized that I was as a musician I was deferring control to others so I was deferring control to um, the bands that I was playing in and you know, their likelihood of being successful I was deferring control to, you know, yeah, to, to, to just to other people around me rather than taking control and going, well, actually, no, I can do something about this. Uh, and um, 
I, I'm someone who flits between wanting complete control and wanting absolutely nothing to do with it and just letting other people take care of it. Um, but then getting annoyed when it's not done the way that I want it to be done. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's that, um, and, and that's something that I realized um, when, when I've been the most successful, it's when I've taken control and um, got, you know, got the bull by its horns. But then the, I suppose the learning over the last five years is that you need to be somewhere in the middle because you can't do everything as Jay says, it, and it's the team around you. And if I was to say what my big aha moments, it's not an aha moment, it's just been a gradual realization that actually um, the success of our business is actually our team. Yeah. Um, there's now absolutely nothing to do with me and Nile. It's about having the, the team around us, which is growing. And you know, we're very, we're so, so proud of the people that we work with. We've put, built, built together an amazing team of people um, in all, all of our businesses. Um, and I think the aha moments around team is that um, actually I've, I've just hired another person this morning, in fact, and I was rereading um, kind of because there's a, a document that I read before I do an interview just to just to remind me how to do an interview because it's not something it's not my natural state um and so I I reread that and, and one of the things it down says down the bottom is tip um hire slow fire fast <laughs> yeah. and um I think you know, hanging on to people that are just aren't working just because either you feel obliged to them or um you know it's it's about being careful in who you work with and but now that we've hired quite a few people um it's actually it starts to become a lot clearer as to whether someone's going to be right or not so I, example, I think yeah i couldn't agree more with that in terms of somebody who hires yeah yeah and, I, and I, for me it's, it's attitude as well over skill um we've got we, we just had a meeting today to talk about a few people whether they're right or wrong maybe Cause you do have when you've got a smallish team as 10 or 10 or 11 of us you do become emotionally involved with them and their personal lives and you know everything about them, mm -hmm. um, which can hinder you from maybe making tough decisions. And a lot of the, we, we talked about three guys today. Um, and it was all to do with attitude, why mm. we were maybe faced with yeah. some problems and the way they dealt with other team members and whether they're right for us going forward and all the rest of it. And like skills can be learned, but attitude is something that's a lot harder to yeah. get right. Um, yeah. And I think if you if you get you won't go too far wrong if they're if they're culture if they're aligned with you in the sort of beliefs and cultures and values that you hold high you'll be fine. The other stuff you can you can sort of teach them and upskill them on. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's a good thing to to, to look for. I was <laughs> I was going to say one of my aha moments was when I can hand over to Matt for things I don't want to do, like <laughs> answering that question. <laughs> 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 I think um, I think it for for me somewhat very similar to the other two guys, but it was when it was more of a realization that when I was I was very tied to my day job, um, and although we were always told when you're going through the training and you're being um, you're learning the ropes, you're always told that you know you can be financially free and you can live off property income. I never really truly believed it. But then when I was a contractor and I was um, I stopped contracting, it was like, oh, it is true. It can happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to make sure the properties keep adding to the portfolio because otherwise I'm not going to improve anymore. But it was just that was a bit of a realization that, you know, yeah, I, I can do this too. 
it's slow isn't it that's the thing it, it oh. takes longer and it's just you know it, it only really Stu and I've been doing it nearly three years and it, it, it's only really now we're starting to actually see some of the benefits of that hard work actually yeah it's a marathon not a sprint right yeah it is yeah 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 it completely <laughs> is it's not a get it's not a get rich quick thing well, like I thought I'd... Beat, you can get you can go faster than we've gone because there's people out there that go faster but then it's that way up of what you sacrifice versus yeah if you're in your early 20s and you're with your wife and you want to make it in property you're probably going to accelerate faster than we have in the last three years but when you've yeah. got two young kids and you enjoy your weekends and you've got other things and businesses and all the rest of it it's 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 a like you say it's a marathon not a sprint um and we're just we just feel like we're getting off the blocks now after three years in terms of yeah. we've just got that little steady foundation and we can now build on it and I think that's the that for me is being an impatient bastard was the bit that I wanted to get to zero to something quickly and then I'm a little bit more patient now because we've got a foundation you know we don't we don't take any we've just started nearly three years in taking some money out of the business not a lot um but it covers fuel and and all the rest and we just use our rent roll to pay back investment or invest into another uh into another property because we're in that fortunate situation where we don't need it at the moment um so yeah it's it's, it's been it's a hard slog but we can see now the benefits of it starting so to all compound your yeah. property tortoise is overtaking the yeah. hair yeah. yeah yeah and then you get into you know the you know the deals the, the fixed rate deals we've gone into a come up and then you know the rates lower and the ltv goes lower so mm. you know the rent's gone up a bit so you get into that you know situation where the figures are starting to go in your favor mm. um, yeah and you know and um yeah you just need them to go even more in our favor and then you know happy <laughs> days yeah and it happens isn't it it's that it's that compound effect like matt was saying but it's also you get to that tipping point and all of a sudden things just start to you know you start to reap the benefits you know I think three years is a really normal point in property wouldn't you say like mm. it feels like the three-year mark for things just to kind of settle and then scale up I think that's pretty average yeah yeah, mm. yeah until that point it's like oh, you know, re- refurb invoices and all the purchases and, <laughs> outlays you know, yeah, money going out yeah. the window like continuously yeah. you just feel like literally <laughs> just money yeah, going yeah. out like yeah, yeah yeah no it's great oh good on you well it's only up from here right you know so it's good great. yeah it's exciting cool good questions did we answer we, we did didn't we that was two questions yeah. all of us answered yeah yeah we did. Cool. we did shall we shall we round up with a bit of um episode roulette yeah let's do yeah. it and some music my, my, my alarm is just going off apparently it's time to get up <laughs> oh no i'll wake 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 up <laughs> thank, you. thank you i'm here <laughs> So for our listeners out there who are listening for the first time, episode roulette is where we um, where we scroll through the previous episodes of Property Jam. And It'll we be Stuart's wife and Matt's wife. <laughs> Our two new <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and hopefully not your employees that you were talking about earlier. But <laughs> yeah, so I was like, seven, oh God. Seven people sitting around the office will be like, is it you? Is it me? Is it you? Is it me? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell so, anyone uh, you came on the podcast. Don't tell anyone in the office. Like, no one. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, a few of them do follow it. Shit. <laughs> you Actually, guys are safe. Yeah, yeah. Jess is about to probably put something out on social media saying that we've just had a, we've just been on the property podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, maybe not do that. 
Nah, <laughs> no, because the thing is, if they're listening to this podcast, they've got the right attitude. They, and as we know, that determines their altitude. They're fine. They were, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't name any names, did I? No, totally. No. So, yeah, Jane, <laughs> Steve and Peter, I'm sorry. It's the end of the road for you. <laughs> sorry, oh, Matt, dear. carry on. Yeah, so uh, Property Jam um, episode related, where we will scroll through previous episodes of Property Jam, and I'm going to ask our guests to say stop, and uh, then I'm going to read the name of that episode, and I would like to get their opinion on what uh, it is that we're talking about. So I, I am now scrolling, so one of you, um, please say stop, don't be too polite. Stop. Thank goodness. Okay, yeah. so um, <laughs> episode 26, stress. Oh, yeah, how do you handle it? What's the human side of stress to you? <laughs> it's taking a breather, I think, but for me, it, um, yeah, I mean, there has been some stressful moments, you know, in, yeah. in, in property and I can, you know, sometimes it, it's like that. And for me, it's taking a breather, having a run. That's a massive, uh, massive thing for me. So I, I love running. So um, that helps me clear my, my head and, and gather my thoughts. Um, talking to people, <laughs> um you know we've had a couple of scenarios where both of us have felt stress in different ways and just just talking it through helps to to level it out and you know and think about it in a a slightly different way um so yeah i think i think think stress comes from from uh you when you can't control everything i think matt you're talking about it earlier where um you know, you'd love to be able to control solicitors, your power team. As much. We've had great builders. We still work with one particular one now where we've given him, he's done an, a back to brick refurb in eight weeks, I think before eight weeks, which is a great job. And then the next oh. one he's done, he's done in nine months because he's been busy and he, he's thought after and, he's, and it's having to stand there and go, what the, f-, you know, in the room in the lounge and go, well, when's this going to be done? We're on bridging finance. This needs to we need to get off this expensive finance. It's actually cost us money because it's delayed and you get the increased fees. So I think the stress sometimes comes from not being able to control all the moving parts. Um, and you rely on people and then they do a good job for you one week and then the next week they've let you down. And I think yeah. that it's always going to be the case um, yeah. when you, um, where you can't control it and property you certainly can't because you have got to rely on other people, but that can often cause stress. Um, Builders walking out on the job nearly halfway through that. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, go listen to the builders episode, and you'll hear some of our <laughs> our builders. Yeah. I can't even remember whether we've talked about all of ours, but um, uh, yeah, we totally understand that you know, the builder thing you know, being great on one project and then just dropping the ball on the next. Mm. Um, yeah, and it, it's like, just, I think it's just common, just common um, things that happen. It's a, it's, a, it's a running theme. Yeah. Yeah. It is because the complacency sets in also. If they yeah. think, oh, you know, like, oh, we've got that pre-existing, like I can, they spend their Prices own. Prices go up as well, business. don't they? Yeah. Prices, oh, prices that. Prices decrease up. They're like, uh, which is why, you know, surely yeah. you think this, this is the investor. He probably is going to buy five to 10 houses a year in my area. Yeah. So if I do a good job for him, for me as a marketing person that has clients, I'm thinking, why would I want to try and be cheeky and put my hourly rate up or my day rate up? I'm thinking if this guy's going to market my business for me, it's going to cost me nothing to market my business. All I need to do is service this correctly and I'm going to be laughing for the next two, yeah, three got years. Yeah. You got, yeah. So I, know. Yeah, I, I don't see the mentality of it, but it's, it's happened. And 
you know, there's someone in our network that I've got on uh, on that prosperity network that said about, you know, I'll give builders a certain amount of times before I go and look for another one because they do exactly what we just said there. They eventually let you down or prices go up or they mm. suddenly go over the VAT threshold or... Uh, Start balancing too many jobs at once because they yeah. think, oh, I've already got that pre-existing connection with them. They'll be fine because they like me. And you're like, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah. We've, we've, we're, we still haven't got that nailed that, and I don't think you'll ever, in terms of having that team where you go, right, we'll just put them across and they'll do the job within the time frame they're expected to do the time frame. Because you can't, you know, you can't penalise them for not doing a job in time. You can say, look, can you try and get this done within... I can't put like oh, a you financial... Can. Well, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> in your contract. is in the contract. Yeah, in fact, penalty. I've just done it. Have you? What, a financial yeah. penalty? Maybe yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Honestly, or like, and you can build in incentives at the end as well. It's just that if you get... We do that part. Time, right, we okay. definitely do yeah. that part and that, that works the mm, first time. To a point, yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. they're like, if I go and get another job, that couple of grand that he's offered me, not the profit I'm going to make on another full refurb isn't as much as the two grand that... Theater offering me but so this is that... when you, if you scale up and you've got that pipeline and then you're just like you've got, and it all just is like all the moving parts are working together where you can literally just do projects project 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 pro- that's fine but then when you're still kind of at three years like find although, your feet although you're saying and, like, that, are they saying that jay you, you, when you scale up your business generally the builders you start with are not the builders that you need um two three years yeah your project yeah yeah they're not the, they're not qualified three. yeah yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to grow with them unless they've got you know I, that's essentially the situation that I, I happened in whereby i you know, unfortunately had to kind of invoke um penalty clauses because it cost me an absolute fortune a lot more money um than the builders you know has, has lost on it so um it's more important that we get that get that um the right builder for the right size of job and as much as this builder has done some amazing work with us um, over the years and then just dropped the ball on this on the last project, it was a step too far. Um, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it has cost me an arm and leg. It was a significant ball to drop. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's another thing. We overstated claims about what they've done, you know, and, you know, especially in the early days, like, you know, it's like, oh, well, could you handle this? Yeah, I could handle this. You know, I've yeah. done X, Y, and Z and I can, t- I can sub that. And, you know, and you're like, okay, right. <laughs> It's amazing how we the, the um the episode title was stress and all we've done is talk about builders. I know, but well, <laughs> main cause of stress. <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> but um, but so so yeah, I think um, it's kind of about time to start to wrap it up. So I was going to say thank you so much, guys, for being with us uh, today and sharing um, FTTF, FDSTM properties or whatever you're called. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I would say thank you so much uh, and it'll be a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. That's a goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. me. Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on Facebook search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at propertyjampodcast at outlook.com. See See you on the next next episode. episode.